94.9. It's a hockey show for you, the best fans in the AHL. Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Pathfinder Bank, Slocum Dixon Medical Group, and by Labatt Blue. Paul move to McEnany. Brisebois with plenty of time and space from his own end. Stretches the ice up ahead. Dolan on a breakaway. Dolan with a backhand scores. Brisebois set it up and Dolan cashed it in. one nothing. Utica. Good feed. You'll levy across the ice to Cyphers. Moves into the right side corner. Now behind the goal. McEwen open. Calls for it and scores. On the one-timer, it's McEwen who doubles the Comets. Lead to two as it was circled and set up by Cyphers. Caro carries in. Caro going to the left wing side with a shot. Sticked away and they score after Carcone crashed the net and was able to body it in. Three nothing Utica after Carcone scores his second of the year. It's time to go top shelf at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Rain Man and Scoop. The voice of the Utica Comets, Joe Cujo Roberts, will join us in our Snipe the Five Hole segment at 7.30. Canucks Army Comets contributor Corey Hergott, who many of you that follow the Comets, you might read, you might have heard him on the air before us on our brother station when we host Sportzilla. I'm referring to Scoop, who I'm pointing at. My name is Rain Man. Uh, he'll join us in our final segment, segment four at 7.45. Seven to eight every Monday night as Utica Comets and Saturday at the 72 Tavern and Grill. Attached right on to the Adirondack Bank Center. And once again, courtesy of Labatt, Blue, Slocum, Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. We are joined. Well, we did it last year. We'll do it again this year. We've got, they call you the big fella, number 15, your right wing on the Utica Comets. Second year on the team, Zach McEwen is here, guaranteeing huge numbers Prince Edward Island tonight up in PEI. <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's there's going to be a few people tuning in back home for sure. They they uh, they tuned in last year and like what they heard. I think so. I think they want to get another taste. Did you enjoy your chat with us last year? Oh yeah, no, it was a great time. No, we got you know talk a little bit of sports, a little bit of everything. It was great. That's the goal for tonight. So of course we open things up with a highlight. Uh, you picked up a goal in Laval, Laval Bundy Rocket, as I like to call them, <laughs> because uh, former voice of the team Andy Zilch and Scoop teased me about this. That that's how he taught me how to pronounce it. Oh, yeah. he, he says it's like Ale Bundy. Love Ale Bundy. Yeah, yeah. But you got a goal. You heard the highlight. Does that automatically flash a picture of that goal back into your mind? And by the way, that's what that's what it sounds like on the radio when you score a goal. <laughs> yeah, I guess it kind of does bring me back. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know that's what the broadcast sounded like. Yeah, but, yeah, it definitely uh, takes me back. Feels good to score goals, doesn't it? Yeah, it's one of the best feelings, that's for sure. That's one of my favorite. How are you enjoying the season so far, even though... There, you know, it's been some ups and downs so far. Obviously, yeah, no, that's expected early on in the season. We got a, we got a pretty young team, but uh, no, we're having a great time. We got a, we got a great group of guys in the room, and uh, you know, the guys, you know, we're 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 clicking, and you know, we're we're building that chemistry, and, and you know, and it's just going to keep going from there. We're going to keep, uh, you know, we're going to keep on building, keep doing little things right, and, and you know, keep getting better. So no, right now it's going good. I got to give props to Laval because listening to the game. Seems to be a pretty awesome atmosphere there. The fans are into it. They're mm-hmm. loud. The music is thumping and bumping. Reminds me of the odd, really. But I was thinking, you know, it was a 7.30 puck drop on Friday and then 3 in the afternoon on Saturday. That's a pretty quick turnaround. That's not a usual yeah. turnaround. Yeah, that is a pretty quick turnaround. But, yeah, it is a, it's a nice place to play there in Laval. They got a nice new rink. You know, they, they hold a lot of people. And, 
you know, they got the music bumping, like the, the bass in that rink with the music, you can feel it while you're sitting on the bench. So you, they play a song that's got a lot of bass and you're just vibrating on the bench. It's crazy. <laughs> but, but no, it's, it's definitely a nice atmosphere. Does it distract you at all during the game or you just kind of get used to it? No, I'd say more than anything, it kind of gives you a little bit more energy, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> We got to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> we got to bump the base at the Adirondack Bank Center a little bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So it's a two and two weekend, but then you play them again Wednesday. Uh, when, when you have two in a row, or maybe three in a row with a team, does it start to get a little maybe chippy with some guys? Do you get kind of tired of some of those guys on the other team? Does some some uh, you know? things maybe break out because you're sick of one another yeah no that definitely happens it's kind of like a mini playoff series honestly but uh you know it's it's actually it's kind of nice too in the way you're playing the same team a few times in a row you kind of go back and watch the games that you played and you know who you're matching up against so you can kind of you know pre-scout and, and you know work on it's uh, not like, like an entirely coming. different team concept exactly. you've got to prepare yeah. for either. so you know you can kind of stay in the same mindset of who you're facing and and, you know, build off what you did well last game, what you could improve on the game before, and then, you know, go from there and, and try to improve for the next one. So I just want you to know, Zach, Zach McEwen is with us here in Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. We have had uh, Darren Archibald, Archie, join us uh, on this program this season. We had uh, Chatty, Jalen Chatfield, he's joined us. And Bacher was scheduled, and then the Sunday, uh, the Sunday before he was called up to Vancouver. We're three for three. You're number four. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> so I'm not putting any pressure on, but I'm just saying, hanging out with us seems to yeah, bode very well for like guys on the Utica Comets. There's a lot of folks in Vancouver that, that are talking about wanting to get a look at you up there as well. I know it's nonsense that you, you can't even He's almost think blushing. like that. He's almost blushing over here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it is what it is right now. It's, you know, it, it's kind of, it's all I can do is, you know, keep playing well, keep playing, you know, the way I'm playing. Whatever happens from there is, is going to happen. I'm not, I'm not too worried. I'm not stressing over anything, which is, you know, you can't really let yourself, you can't get in your own head about it. And so, you know, it's, I, I like the way I'm playing and I like the way I'm progressing. So, you know, I'm just going to keep going that way. In the, say, you know, the year and a half that uh, you've been in the AHL now, personally, what are you most happy about with your game that you've developed in that time, that you've got better at in that time? Um, well, my, uh, my skating has come, like, leaps and bounds since I was in junior. But I'd say uh, just kind of knowing the game a little bit better. Uh, once you get to the AHL, it's a whole different story. You know, you got guys that have been in, some guys been in the league for 10 years, some guys five, you know, there's so much experience. And, you know, people are just so smart about the game. So, you know, kind of picking that, picking that up, uh, you know, towards the end of last year and coming into this year, I think my poise and, and kind of just... Uh, you know, my my game sense has, has come a long way, which is, you know, something that can still be improved and, and keep building on. But I think that's that's definitely something that's, you know, that's that's taken. I was listening to you did a podcast with Joe Roberts. Yeah. Roberts uh, at the mic. And I, I believe you were talking about you're not much of a trash talk. <laughs> yeah. You, you kind of just let it go. No, I don't. You know, I don't really chirp too much. There's, you know, there's there's some guys that have that as part of their game. I kind of, you know, I just like to play and, you know, kind of just let the let the play speak for itself. I can just in the last three minutes of this interview with Zach McHugh and I could see bringing up the NHL and Juliana and Craig both went yeah. 
fist bumps. And, and then when you said you're not a trash talker, your mother was like, that's because I raised them right. That's because <laughs> yeah, I raised them right. My dad might say otherwise. He's like, well, you don't know, you don't know how to trash talk. Well, why, don't you, why don't you open up your mouth a little bit more yeah. there, Zachy, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you, get, uh, do you get different stuff from both parents, or is there a general message you get for them? Because uh, referencing Joel Roberts... Uh, you also did a day in the life before the season started with him kind of getting to know a little bit about what you're about off the ice and off season. And you, skating was something you worked at this summer, I believe, since you brought it up. Am I yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I get, I get a little bit of, I get some, a bit of both worlds from, from them too, for sure. Uh, like more when I was younger, I guess, but, you know, I'd finish a game and, you know, come off the ice and ask my mom how I played, and she'd always be like, "Oh, you, you were great. You were so good." Like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever. And then I'd look to my dad and say, "So, how did I play?" And he, if I didn't play very good, you know, he'd let me know. <laughs> he'd uh, he'd tell me what was what was going on, or you know, what I what I did bad. So, you know, it was always that. He always said that. You know, he tell me how it was you appreciate the honest assessment of your game though because oh, yeah, it, it prepares you for being a professional because you're going to be told or you're going to be shown on video or called out in practice yeah i'm not necessarily saying in a bad way but yeah no you constantly scrutinize these things need to get better and then you're, yeah. you're going to hear online and on social media and from the fan base and things like that do they help you let that roll off your back, or is that something you've learned on your own? Uh, yeah, they, they help me a bit with that. I, I've kind of learned that on my own, too. You know, I don't really get caught up too much in, in kind of what's being said. Uh, you know, I, I just like to keep it on my own terms where, you know, I kind of know where I'm at and, and how I'm doing, which is, you know, I think it's a good way to look at things. And it kind of just, you know, you, you don't get too high, you don't get too low, and, and it just, you know, it works for me. So Three out of a possible four points over the weekend – but too many men on the ice at the end of that uh, game, the penalty, uh, you're shaking your head. I imagine that was a topic of conversation when it the team got together. It wasn't really brought off at all, honestly, but, I mean, I, I didn't really – I was on the ice for it, I was, but I, I didn't really understand what was going on. I don't know. It was, it's just one of those things, you know, kind of in the heat of a game, you know, you got – final seconds guys chomping at the bit to get on the ice and you know something like that happens and it's you know it's it's a costly mistake but you know it's a game of hockey and, and that stuff happens that does happen you still got to kill the penalty you know that's yeah exactly. you got to focus on that kulbakov uh three goals over two games he's stepped up with uh Bacher getting called up obviously no thatcher as he's dealing uh with getting back off of concussion protocol and getting healthy and get back on the ice uh, let's discuss how well he's played. I think he's done a great job this season overall. Yeah, I would completely agree. He's he's been phenomenal for us. You know, he uh, that the game we lost in overtime. You know, he really kept us in that game. He was the reason that we you know that we got to we got to overtime. So, you know, he's 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 the kind of guy he's been all around you know he's been down in the east coast he's you know he's played in the hl and you know it's great to see him get an opportunity and him doing well with it too he's he's you know he's a great goalie he's really athletic he's he's a great guy too i was actually roommates with him in laval he's a uh, you know he's he's doing he's doing everything right and it's glad to see he's getting some uh, recognition when you're on the road like that do you always room with the same guys or do they move it around and so everybody kind of gets a chance to hang out and get to know each other that's an important part of team building and chemistry and things like that yeah they kind of mix it up sometimes i think uh, at the start of the year they kind of mix it up and then towards the end of the year you know you, you like you know being with who you're with most of the time like you know it's just kind of you get a guy that like the same schedule as you or 
you know you just know each other pretty well it's it's a lot easier just to deal with stuff on the road so yeah i think they make they have a good mix up Zach McEwen joining us, Utica Comets Insider 94.9 K-Rock. We're at the 72 Tavern and Grill right down here at the Adirondack Bank Center. Courtesy of Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. It's scoop and rain. So Coach Cull has said the defense overall has to be a little bit better, and the guys in the room know this already. So as an individual or as a team, what do you guys do to get a little bit better because there there's been you know ups and downs and then there's been also on the flip side of that some goal scoring droughts where there was a, one stretch it was like seven periods of pl- the team played only scored one goal so these are some of the battles the team's fighting how do we address that yeah you know you first you get made aware of you know kind of what uh you know what needs improvement um and you know the coaches are the coaches are so good at at knowing what we need to do better and and they're doing things every week in practice, you know, like just to improve on those things, like things that are going to carry over into games. And, you know, it's on us to, you know, take what they're giving to us and then, uh, like, use it to, you know, use it to improve. So everybody has a, everybody has the same mindset in the room. Just, everybody wants to get better and everybody everybody's on board. Everybody's bought in. So, you know, it's uh, it, and it will come if, if everybody keeps that same mindset. I thought the Cam Darcy goal in Saturday's game was illustrative of, of what you want a hockey team to do. You were swarming the net, there's a rebound, and then, you know, the, the goaltender can only go left and right so much, and then uh, Cam goes top shelf uh, and gets the goal. I, I thought it was a, a thing of beauty. As uneven as that game was in, in, po- in points, and I know you weren't really entirely happy with how you played that whole game, yeah, no, for sure. It was, yeah, that was a great goal by him. And, you know, it was a big one for us to, uh, you know, get that. And, uh, yeah, and it's it seems like we have, uh, you know, different guys chipping in like that all the time, too. And like you said, we went on that little bit of a dry spell with offense. But that's the thing. It's, you know, people are constantly trying to get better and trying to, you know, push the boundaries and, and, and you know, make sure we're we're contributing and it seems like everybody everybody else is you know a lot of different guys are chipping in to that and sometimes you go up against the team that's either really good or playing very well and sometimes you get unlucky bounces which is something that is also i mean i think about that goal that got chipped over bocker's head uh, against charlotte i think it was at the odd and they ended up winning four to three and you're like oh there's nothing he could do i mean things like that yeah. you lose a game on a goal like that it was just a freak thing that happened sometimes the bounces go in your in your favor and sometimes they don't yeah exactly that's you know that's that's the way hockey's always been and that's yeah. the way hockey's always going to be and, you know a lot of people will say you make your own bounces in hockey but you know, there definitely are factors that that uh, that can influence a game, and it could be the the smallest thing. But you know, that's that's just the way it is, and it's you know that's never going to change. So we get that's where we take over our uh, you know our little details to you know try to eliminate those as much as possible. Definitely. To me, that's the beauty of the sport is you can really outplay a team for 59 minutes and 45 seconds, but you have that one lapse, that one little, and it could it could turn a playoff series, it can turn the game. I mean, and that's that's why you just have to persevere with every shift, and why you can't take shifts off, and yeah. and it's the stuff that they preach to you guys all the time. Yeah, it's the same in every sport. You know, there's always you know there's there could be a defining a defining moment in, in any game, <coughs> but yeah, no, you gotta you gotta have a short memory, and 
you know, like I said, you can't get too high and you can't get too low whenever something's not going your way. You always, you know, you got to just move on to the next shift. So with Laval Wednesday, how do you want to improve upon Saturday's performance? Uh, you know, we, we played pretty, we played good hockey on the weekend. We were, uh, you know, we were all, uh, we were like moving pucks well. You know, we our, our power play could probably use, you know, everybody can, you know, pick up that a little bit, but... Uh, I think, you know, we, we stick to our game plan that we have against them and, you know, capitalize on our chances more. Uh, you know, we had a lot of shots the first game and not so many the second game. But, you know, it, it's I like the way we played. And I think uh, the coaches and, and all the other guys really enjoy the way we played, too. So it's just going to be, you know, carrying that momentum and, and, you know, not letting that one overtime goal, you know, kind of get us down at all. and. You had keep moving forward. You had him, though. It was one goal through regulation. So, yeah. I mean, you can't feel too bad about that. Yeah, exactly. Zach McEwen is here with us on Utica Comments and Saturday with 94.9 K-Rock. Power play 0 for 5 and 0 for 3, so 0 for 8 for the weekend. So you're absolutely right. That's an honest assessment of what the team needs to get a little bit better on. Penalty kill 6 out of 7 and 2 out of 3. So overall, that I mean, that's okay. You're, you're, in, a, you're in a good percentage right there. But the, the one disparity with the team that I've really noticed is... The, the road record is 4-1-1. One, one. Overall, the record is 5-6-1. Clearly, the team has played a little bit better on the road overall, at least if, if you want to judge it by the old Bill Parcells football, that you are what your record says you are. It, any insight as to why that is, or is it just, once again, that's just the way the game is sometimes? Is Charlotte at home and Rochester, you know, is that, that's probably part of it, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, no, we, we had some pretty tough, tough teams that we played at yeah. home. You know, we had Toronto, we had Charlotte, we had Rochester, like... Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what to tell you on on the road. Like I, I, I don't know. I have no no comment. It's just a weird thing. Well, yeah. all right. X's and O's hockey talk. We'll put that to bed for a second. We'll talk a little bit about life when we come back and give uh, give Zach a breather and find out what he's been doing when he's hanging out away from the rink in Utica and away from hockey, which you do a little bit of that too. This is Utica Comets Insider on ninety four point nine K Rock. Let's go Comets. Let's saucer pass back to Rayman and Scoop on Comets Insider. You live from the seventy two Tavern and Grill on ninety four point nine K Rock. Brought to you by Levant Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. You can hear it on the K Rock app, of course. Stream it at krock.com every Monday night, right here, seven to eight p.m. The seventy two Tavern and Grill. Comets Insider, and we've got Hockey Wednesday night with Laval, and don't forget, Friday night, Hartford is here, and we have all the Purple Heart designation ceremonies, a flag raising, a banner raising, monuments being dedicated, and uh, honoring the troops, which is going to be uh, pretty cool. And uh, Man, those Purple Heart jerseys are sharp. Yes, they are. They are just spectacular. And how cool is it going to be for Comets fans to be able to bid on those game-worn jerseys. I mean, that's fantastic. They're also giving away the specialty bracelets, and they have a limited edition. I think there's like a hundred and something of them of, of those hats. Uh, they're on the website, UticaComments.com. I don't know if you've seen them or not. You're going to want them if you haven't. Trust me. I, I think it's going to be a big night here, Friday night especially. And home hockey, maybe we can turn this uh, 
this this mojo around uh, at home here and, get, and start getting some wins here. Oh, I got a good feeling, man. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Zach Zach guarantees us two goals <laughs> on Wednesday. No, I'm just teasing. I'll man. do my best. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's not as easy as one might think. We're we're all yelling at the guys. Shoot the book. It's yeah, not that yeah. easy. <laughs> you got to do a lot of work out there to get a goal. Sometimes they look easy, but they're absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, that's for sure. Unless that's you're sure. Elias Pedersen. We were just discussing that goal with Besser in the Canucks game the other night. and just Bounced it off the boards and how ridiculous that was. And, and, and Zach, was, you were saying this. It's the vision with a guy like that. Yeah, that is some, that is some crazy vision for sure. You know, it's very uh, Sedin-esque, as people were saying. Yeah, what are some of the other takeaways you took away from training camp? I know we're a handful of games into the yeah. season. I wanted to ask you about any conversations you might have had with Coach Travis Green up yeah. there, if he talked to you a little bit. If you got any time with yeah, him. Yeah, what's sticking with you from, from that part of the season, the, the exhibition and preseason? Uh, yeah, no, uh, Greener uh, gave me some things to work on, you know, coming down, uh, said, uh, you know, kind of just work on my uh, poise on the ice and, uh, you know, kind of my, you know, knowing the game a little bit better. Uh, but, yeah, no, Patterson is, you know, he's he's definitely a special player. Uh, play, like, just watching him in training camp and kind of, you know, seeing how he is on the ice and He's he's very skilled, but he's got you know he's got some grit to him too. Where he's you know he's not afraid to you know go in a corner, or come out with a puck, and you know it's nice to see from you know a highly ranked guy and and someone who's you know he's doing so well already too, which is which is really great to see. And he sees he seems humble. He wants to learn yeah. the game. He he knows he's got things to learn and, yeah. and places he can grow his game. Yeah, hundred percent. He's a, he's a great guy off the ice too. You know, I, I had dinner with him a couple times. He's you know he's yeah, he's a great dude. So uh, can say the same types of things about you. You've been humble. You've been hungry. You've worked very hard. Uh, Jalen Chatfield, who obviously, as we told you earlier, was on this show and got the call up. An undrafted guy, <laughs> just like yourself, worked really hard and he got his call up. And and, and I know it's it's a strange thing to talk about because if it happens or when it happens, it happens. But you're you're on the verge of of that. That's it's. It's not easy to do to get to be a top prospect in an organization where there's a chance it could happen soon. You might you might stick the whole season. You don't know how it's going to play out, but you've earned it, man. You've earned your place right now. It's got to make you proud. Yeah, definitely. No, it's it's really nice to see you know the the hard work and, and everything paying off for sure. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of. A lot of years and a lot of hours in the gym and, and you know practicing and you know just what anybody wants they want to see their their hard work pay off and know that it's not for nothing so it's 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 definitely a great feeling you'd mentioned the poise on the ice and i'm recalling your your first goal of the season which maybe you can picture that but you were in close and you had some some nice hands and dangles on that to move that puck to get that that open spot to fire it in i'm sure you recall the goal yeah no for sure that's something i worked on a lot too uh uh, over the summer was you know kind of hands in around the net uh you know being on the power play and and being in front of the net a lot you you get a lot of tight space and people converging in on you pretty quickly so you know you have to be able to kind of maneuver around and, and you know raise pucks up high whenever you're in tight so yeah for sure which of your teammates have been the greatest help to you in growing your game and and this season just maybe being a mentor or just bouncing ideas off of we got so much experience on the comets that you know it's you, you can really take a lot from a lot of the older guys you know carter banks is 
is an unbelievable team guy where you know he'd do anything anything for the team anything you know to win games and that's what you want look for in a captain so you know I kind of look at him as you know his willingness to sacrifice and, and everything that he does for the team and then you know you look at things like I watch Arch a lot. I used to. I, I watch. I still watch Arch a lot, and you know, because kind of play a similar game. So he's, you know, he's someone I can look at and you know, s- kind of see how he he plays the game and how he conducts himself. And uh, that's another person that's, you know, it's been great to watch. What are uh, what are some of the keys to to getting to the next level that you're focused on right now? Some things that you've worked on and, and obviously gotten better at. But what what might if you were self-assessing or if your dad gave you an, a phone call after a game and said this is what i saw yeah what are some of those things that you're looking to just those detail things yeah that's pretty much what it is it's those little details of the game you know uh managing pucks uh you know not trying to force anything you know you need to you know you need to take care of the puck you need to know know your spots in a game to you know try to go through a guy or you know when to chip it by and and that those are things that I've been told a lot uh, since I've got, you know, with the Canucks organization and things I've really worked on. And, you know, maybe it's like uh, kind of put it as not trying to make uh, like five spectacular plays a game, but, you know, make 20 really solid good plays a game. Like Consist- be consistent. Consistency is, is what it is. Yeah. What's, what's harder, the, the work behind the scenes to refine the physical aspects of the game or is it taking that mental aspect and then transferring it when you're in a game i would say the mental aspect you know you can put the work in you know every day you can go you can go to the gym you can go you know you can go lift weights you can go do your exercise you can get your body in as best physical shape as you can but if your mind's not there and you're not thinking about you know constantly what you should be doing and where you need to be then there's no room for you in in professional hockey you know you 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 don't want to you don't want to play to not make mistakes but you know you you want to play smart and you want to be you know you want to be trustworthy when you're on the ice absolutely zach McEwen is here with us on utica comets insider from the 72 tavern on 94.9 k rocket scoop and rain along for the ride i promised we'd come back from a break and we'd stop breaking his chops about and what do we do we, and what do we do when we're hammering them we're <laughs> we're holding them in the corner well, let's talk a little about zach off the ice and away from the rink i'm sure uh, I'm sure fans would love to hear, you know, just what life is like outside of hockey for you. What are you doing for fun you know, when you, like, want to just free your mind of everything for uh, an hour or two? I'll play a little bit of Xbox. Uh, you know, a couple guys on the team will get on Xbox and then play a bit of that. We actually, uh, my house, I live with Thatcher Demko and uh, Tanner McMaster. We just bought a ping pong table. So we, we set that up today, actually. So, you know, that's going to be a new thing where I'm sure that's going to create some fights within the house. But <laughs> You're going back to play ping pong yeah, later yeah, tonight yeah, is basically yeah. what's happening. You invite guys over, get a tournament going yeah, on an off sure. day, something like that. What else? You guys watch other sports besides? I know we, I think we asked you about this last year, but yeah. watching some soccer, some football. Yeah, maybe. whenever there's big games, you know, we'll all uh, we'll get a, gather around, you know, hang out, watch the games. You know, we like, we like the golf, too, whenever that, that's on. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, we. There's lots of you know. That's a good thing about being on a, on a hockey team. You got lots of guys to hang out with whenever you know. Whenever you're not at the rink, so. Have you had a chance to play any golf courses around here? Yeah, um, I played the one uh, Seneca. Um, I forget the name of it because it's such a long name. Seneca. I'm trying to. I'm it's trying to like place out it. by New Hartford. Hmm. 
wait a minute. It's, uh, oh, I, I played it like three times. It's not the one you worked at. The Yanandasis? Yeah, Yanandasis. I couldn't remember that name. Yeah, he worked there, right? He worked yeah, there yeah. for a while. I did when I was... It was, that was a really long time ago. Thanks, dude. You just reminded me how yeah. old I'm getting. It's a beautiful course. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. So you played... There was a pro-am, right? You played... Yeah, we played a little uh, kind of scramble with uh, season ticket holders. Very good. Uh, and then, you know, when the weather was a little bit nicer earlier on, uh, a few of the guys would get out uh, during the week a little bit, too. So we got a few rounds in, and a little... Uh, a little winter golf, kind of. So, uh, movies, anything like that? Favorite restaurant around here? Yeah, we, uh, I like, uh, we, uh, we go to movies every so often, you know, if something, something new and exciting comes out, we'll go, you know, we'll go see it. Uh, I think my house, probably, our favorite restaurant is, uh, the Sumo, Bocce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we go, we go there quite a bit, you know, get a, get a steak and some rice, get a bunch of food. And, if you, know. you were there last night, my, uh, one of my older daughters was there. She's actually only a couple years younger than you are, Zach. Oh, yeah? So that's crazy. She was with her boyfriend, though, so it's, it's okay. I wouldn't... Oh, that's might okay. be in the NHL. That's, that's okay. I have a girlfriend. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> good save. Kick saving a beauty, Zach. Dude. No, she's got a boyfriend. We're good. I'm not trying to set anybody up, but we do have to take a break, and we have to thank Zach McEwen for joining us. Uh, of course, everybody up in Prince Edward Island and Vancouver well, when, listening. When are mom and dad going to come back down and yeah. Utica and see you play? One last question. Uh, I'm not sure if they have anything planned yet. Dad was uh, dad and his buddies were just in Laval, actually, so they, they okay. got to see those two games. Uh, but no, I don't think we really have anything planned. I'm sure whenever they you know they f- figure out their schedule and figure out what lines up good over here, they'll they'll make the trek down again. Even right. even though they're listening. And maybe they'll listen to the podcast after, and maybe you'll text with them later. But we want to meet them when when we get down when they get down here because yeah. we've we've talked to them via social media and we've had them on the air before. So we'd love no, to meet them. You're one of our favorites. Well, no, thanks a lot for having me. Shake your hand. We appreciate having appreciate you. Appreciate you, Zach yeah. McEwen. Thank joining you. us in Utica Comets Insider on ninety four point nine K Rock. Let's do that hockey. Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. And now our Comets Insider grind line with Rain Man the Rocket, Scoop the Cement Head, and play-by-play voice Joe Cujo Roberts. You know, should we just start him off with a tough one? I was thinking, do you realize that the... Utica Comets have allowed six shorthanded goals this year, which is the worst in the American Hockey League. I hate that. I hate that, I, too. I, I uh, tweeted a profanity with regards to that over the, the weekend yeah, that's when that a, happened. That's a tough stat to swallow. The voice of the Utica Comets, nice enough to join us on the air here. We're live at the 72 Tavern. Scoop and rain, of course, 94.9 K-Rock. Joe was in Quebec over the weekend in Lavelle, Bun- Lavelle Bundy when they played the Rocket. So what's the answer to that? What's going on with the shorthanded goals this year? Uh, we've, we've got to reverse that trend. That's something that's got to improve. So, yeah, there's your tough question to start, Joe. Yeah, you know, you guys always come out of the gate uh, firing for me, don't you? You know, I, I don't have an answer. That's why I talk about it, and I'm not the one that does the uh, schematic changes. But, yeah, obviously it's been something that's been a thorn in the side of the comments. You never, that's not one of those stats that you want to have the most in the league of, um, of shorthanded goals allowed. And, uh, for some reason, the team has been a little susceptible when with the man advantage, and I'm not really sure. I, you know, I don't know if it has to do with the trend of what almost every team is doing, and that's having four forwards out there and just one D-man. So, um, you know, I'm not sure if there's an easy answer to the question. If there's an easy answer, then nobody would give up any. 
Um, so I, I guess I'm not entirely sure. But, yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It, it's something that's a, a little bit troubling in the early goings, but uh, obviously something that can be worked out. I wanted to ask you about the atmosphere there in Laval. Listening to the game, it was akin to listening to a game here in Utica. People having fun. And, and I watched Saturday's game here at the 72 Tavern and Grill. You know, the people are involved in the game. You can't say that about fans necessarily in every arena in this league. And I wanted to ask you, Joe, about what the experience was like for you. It seems like it's a rocking place to call a game. Yeah, it was actually really neat. It's a beautiful building. It's brand new, two years old, you know, quarter of a billion dollars uh, to build it. And, uh, you know, I had the chance because we played the early game Saturday. We actually stayed in town for the extra night. I had the chance to hop on the subway and make my way down to downtown Montreal and catch the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and Montreal Canadiens. And uh, you want to talk about energy. It was in that building for sure. So it's just a, it's a passionate fan base. They're good hockey fans in Montreal uh, and in the suburbs and in the area, and, and they bring it. Yeah, you're right. You, you nailed it, Scoop. It, it was a cool place to uh, – it was a cool place to call a game. The energy was certainly there. It was noisy. It was rambunctious. And, uh, you know, it didn't hurt that on Saturday they had kind of like a kid's day, too. So kids, they bring the energy uh, in endless amounts. So uh, it, it was a neat experience for, for a first-timer going to LaBelle. 0 for 8 on the power play, though, not to, not to burst the fun bubble. That's another thing that we got to work on. What did you see that went right with the team? Because that's obviously one of the things they struggled with over the weekend, Joe. Well, power play, I mean, if you want to talk about why the team is struggling, I think that, you know, it's tough when you're playing that sort of next man up type of hockey this early in the season. Uh, You're missing a couple of key components on the power play and Darren Archibald, who's a net front presence, and Reed Gardner, who you could argue has the best shot in the American Hockey League and might have one of the best shots in the world based on what I've seen. So, uh, uh, Reed Boucher, I should say, if I said Reed Gardner. But, uh, you know, you're you're just missing those key components, and I think that any team in this league would feel the effects of not having those guys. Um, so that I think addresses the power play. It's just, it's just a couple of those missing pieces. As far as what went right, uh, if we're being honest, you know, it, it would defensively, it was a very sound weekend. Um, you know, Ivan Kolbakov was terrific. He made, what, 30, 31 out of 32 saves. And really, the team only gave up three goals all weekend. I mean, we only scored three, but we gave up three. And, and so to be able to, after <clears throat> struggling, excuse me, keeping the puck out of the back of our net, it was nice to see uh, the door kind of slam shut. So it was. Uh, there was definitely reason to be excited on the back end of things. I think the right D pairings are being put together and are starting to click and mesh like that Jamie Cyphers and Ole Levy line. Um, so I think that on the back end, it was definitely something to be proud of. 64 saves, three goals allowed in both games. Played very well. Uh, tell us about, because you had the visual, Carter Banks had a couple of key blocks, by the way, two huge blocks as they were described. He and, and then we just heard Zach talking about the fact that he's willing to sacrifice in any way, shape, or form to get a win. Yeah, blocking pucks, that hurts. It does. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I think that uh, I think that if you want to call them uh, the old guys, the veterans, whatever, I think Jamie Cyphers and Carter Banks probably had their best weekends of the season. 
Um, you know, Banks has been in a tough role. He's had kind of a revolving door on his wings, and uh, he's done a good job with whoever it is that's been playing with him. And, you know, it's not to say that that line generates copious amounts of offense, because strictly that's not their job. What they do do, however, is they hem teams back at their own end because they forecheck so relentlessly. Uh, and then on the other end of things, Banks has obviously relied on so heavily to kill penalties, and his willingness to lay down the body and block shots is, is just jaw-dropping to watch. And so he's one of those guys that um, is team first all the way through. There's no question as to why he wears the C on his sweater. Uh, and his play was extremely valuable this weekend, especially because I think the Comets were shorthanded by seven times on Saturday. Um, That's right. So he obviously had to log a lot of ice time because of that. Comments Insider on K-Rock Live from 72 Tavern and Grill. i got to ask you the obligatory injury question. What do you know about the injuries? I know they're not always going to let you know, but what are you hearing about the injuries on the squad right now? Yeah, I mean, guys are, are, are uh, progressing, I think, is what's going on. You know, Cole Lind is back on the ice, not, uh, not necessarily with the entire group, but he's He's skating and trying to get back to things, as is Reed Boucher. And, and so, you know, that's just what's happening. Racy Hamilton's doing the same. So slowly but surely progressing. And, uh, you know, all of this is a day-by-day process. They'll be evaluated thoroughly by uh, athletic trainer Toby Blosser, and, and he'll make sure that guys don't go until they're ready because it's a long game, right? So it's still just early November. So when you keep things in perspective like that, you realize you still have four and a half months of the season to go, uh, and you obviously don't want rush anybody are you hearing anything about thatcher or reed boucher uh thatcher demko is still on the vancouver canucks roster he is in the concussion protocol and he is progressing uh reed boucher is you know he has a lower body injury and he's getting better day by day so um he's going back out on the ice and, and just trying to get uh you know what he can uh out there and uh, I imagine, you know, I don't have a timetable for his return. You'd have to ask somebody in a, in a pay grade higher than myself. But, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, everybody's, on, everybody's progressing. That's, that's how we're describing it. Joe, that was some pretty good coach speak right there. I, I got to give you props on that. That was very diplomatic, nicely articulated, didn't get yourself into any trouble there. So job well done, sir. Well, thank you. I can I can now close my big book of cliches that's sitting on my lap right now. <laughs> Are you still enjoying the coffee from Costco? I am. You better believe it. I love to hear it. Last question I'm going to ask you. We've got to get into a commercial break here. Corey Hergot is set to go from the Canucks Army. He's going to join us in just a second here on 94.9 K-Rock. But Utica College, their goalie coach, Adam Decker, has, with the situation going on that we're all aware of, He has been on the ice. He's been working with Dan Cloutier a little bit as well, who's the Canucks goalie coach in practice, taking shots, things like that. You just need a body to shoot pucks at. Have you had a chance to get down during practices and and see him at all? Uh, You know what? I had a chance to chat with him for a little bit. He's just one of those guys that uh, it's really neat to see guys get that opportunity because he's one of them that you look at and you talk to and all of a sudden he's got this ear-to-ear grin every time you see him around and uh, he's sure. coming off the ice the other day and I said you know Ben Burnell from the OD was writing a story on him and I said hey this is Ben Burnell he wants to talk to you and you can just kind of see his eyes light up and with the big old grin and so uh, anytime you get those opportunities you want to relish them and enjoy them and have fun because let's face it hockey's fun don't forget it so uh, he's certainly not 
Well, we, we've got to let somebody else with the Utica College Hockey Program get some publicity and some attention besides the brain Gary Heenan who gets it all. i got to give him some, some business. That's pretty cool. What a cool opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah, i got to give him some business next time I talk to him. Joe Roberts is the voice of the Utica Comets, of course, every single game right here on 94.9 K-Rock. 6.45 pregame on Wednesday when the Laval Bundy Rocket are back in town. Joe, thanks, man. Have a great rest of your night. Thanks, boys. Talk to you soon. Corey Hergott, as promised, next, 94.9 K-Rock. Now back to two guys who have spent more than a little time in the sin bin. Here's Rayman and Scoop on Comets Insider. Brought to you by Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, Pathfinder Bank, live every Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Comets Insider. I'm Scoop. He's rained. Big thanks to Joe Roberts for joining us earlier and Zach McEwen. We will have this podcasted shortly. If you missed any of the show, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, our social media accounts. I wanted to throw out one thing real quick. You can also, if you have an Amazon Echo, like an Alexa, enable K-Rock Utica. You do that, and then Alexa, play K-Rock Utica. That's another option and way you can listen live, just so everybody knows. Sorry to interrupt. There you go. And we are joined by Corey Hergott of the Canucks Army, uh, one of my favorite Twitter follows. There's always something that I'm going to learn about the Canucks. And, and a must follow. And uh, just great insight. Uh, just so observant watching the game and uh, able to boil that stuff down and, and synthesize it into something that, you know, strikes you going, wow, yeah, that's, that's something. So we're glad to have you on, Corey. Welcome aboard. Thanks for having me on again, guys. Always happy to come on and talk about comments. Were you able to listen to Zach McEwen when he joined us for the first couple of segments? Because I know you like to call him the big fella. Tell everybody here in Utica. Uh, tell everybody here in Utica. You know, you're somebody who watches every Canucks game, every Comets game, all the way from Vancouver. Uh, but you're spot on with your analysis. What are you seeing? What's that different perspective that maybe you have that we haven't mentioned, or something about Zach you want to tell everybody about? Well, I think a big thing with him that, I mean, this is a little bit off the ice, but he's just, he's genuine, he's humble, he just seems like a, I call him a kid, because he's, he's, he's the same age as my youngest daughter, but uh, he's he's a good kid. Um, that's first and foremost what I get from him, uh, but watching him develop from last year to this year has just been, it's been an eye-opening uh, journey for me, and, and I can imagine what it's been like for people who've been following him you know through his whole junior career as well um you know he he put up half a point a game last year as a rookie and he you know when you're playing in the american hockey league the nature of the beast is is you don't get consistent line mates your your job and your role can often change throughout the season and, and he just took everything they threw at him in stride and and just kept improving his game and and this year, it's it's more the same. I, I'm seeing him getting penalty kill duty this year, which is uh, fantastic, in my opinion. I think that's only going to help him develop that much uh, that much more of an NHL career. Corey, let me put the question to you that we put to Joe Roberts: Our shorthanded goals against problem. There is really nothing that will send me into an apoplectic fit of profanity, like giving up a shorthanded goal. Why do you think this is happening? What are you seeing? Well, I think part of it is going to be because there's some uh, some pretty green uh, players out on the on the power play this year. I mean, 
there's a lot of hand wringing in Vancouver amongst the fans and media about the uh, the lack of playing time that some of these young guys are getting. But when they do get in, they're getting power play time, and and uh, you know when you when you've got young players that are still learning the, that level of hockey, you're you're going to have learning experiences on the ice. There's going to be mistakes, and and some of them will end up in the back of your net and. You know, guys will they'll learn from that stuff, and and uh, as the season goes on, those those kind of things will happen a little less, and uh, they'll start putting them in the back of their own net a little bit more frequently. I know very often I, I read your Twitter account, and you're you're preaching patience to the Vancouver faithful with regards to the the whole question of why aren't they playing the younger guys more? That, that's an ongoing conversation you deal with there every day. It's a daily thing for sure, and and a lot. I I do understand. Um, you know, a lot of the fans in this market are, you know, they're they're not that interested in seeing Wacy Hamilton play or Carter Banks because those aren't guys that they see as potential Canucks down the road. They want to see Jonah Gajevich and Petrus Palmu playing uh, more minutes ahead of those guys. But uh, my my big thing with that is, is, as we heard from Zach earlier in your interview with him. Guys like uh, like Carter and Wacy are, are huge when it comes to developing these young players into, into you know full time NHL ready pros. And uh, I have a I have a pretty good hunch that Trent Cull and his staff are they have the best uh, the best in mind for for these kids' careers, and they're going to put them in positions to succeed. And I think uh, by getting these kids out there on these power plays and penalty kills when they do get in. Trent's giving them uh, opportunities to earn his trust for, you know, further down in the season when, when he's going to be able to put them into that, those roles, just like he did last year with, with Zach and with Jalen and with Guillaume. This is Canucks Army contributor Corey Hergot joining us. You can find him on Twitter at C-O-R-Y-H-E-R-G-O-T-T. If you are a Comets fan, trust me, hit the follow button. Nice enough to join us here at 94.9 K-Rock on Utica Comets Insider. We're live from the 72 Tavern and Grill. Obviously, Scoop and Rain along for the ride. Now, when I say that I think he's close, and we kind of put Zach on the spot a little bit, and maybe it was to throw a bone to get some cheers up in Prince Edward Island where he's from, Corey, <laughs> but he, he, he's close. I think he's very close, and obviously there are so many different variables that go into this, but this is a kid who's on the verge of contributing in the National Hockey League. His game, maybe it's not all the way there yet, but he's pretty darn close. He's got a lot of the things that you want to see at that level. I mean, do you think we're far off in that assessment? And obviously you heard, so you know, we're pretty good at interviewing guys this year that have gotten (laughs) that call up there, so... Yes, we have noticed that you guys are uh, you have the, the Midas touch to get these guys their uh, their NHL recalls for sure. Um, but no, I don't think you're too far off there. I, th- I think Zach is uh, he's knocking on the door. He he's got uh, he spoke about it. He's got a few details to clean up still with his game. But I don't think that he's uh, I don't think it's out of the question for him to get a call up uh, before too long here. If even if it's the same sort of thing that Jalen and Guillaume got where they got to come up and get some NHL practices in, uh, get rewarded with an NHL paycheck for a week or two. And, uh, you know, it'll get them, you know, it would let, it would allow Zach to see maybe what he has to do by, you know, getting those practice reps in at the NHL level and uh, get them back down here and that much more hungry to get back up there full time. I, I kind of see him, getting a call up later in the year and getting some games in, but I see him being a guy that's going to really be pushing for a job next year with, with the big club out of camp. 
We Scoop and I on uh, sports the Sports Illustrated show that we do on a brother station. We're talking about the value of practices up there, even just some practice time with the Guillaume Brisebois assist, where they yeah, but, uh, they uh, were saying the the guy's got a one of the things that Guillaume had to work on was the snap on his passes, and then you saw immediate dividends. Snap that pass. <laughs> you you know what I'm boy, talking he, about? It's yeah. It's, yeah, I feel bad though. To, uh, Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Corey. Go ahead, Corey. No, go ahead. Uh, you go ahead. I was just saying that I I, uh, I really snapped that pass up to Jonathan Dolan for that goal, mm-hmm. that stretch pass, and and that's the thing. He got up there and he was told, uh, you know, they've been telling him since camp, we need you to get a little more zip on your passes and your shots. And getting up there, he saw firsthand how much more he needed to do that, and uh, it paid dividends right away in, in uh, early getting back. Invaluable experience, no doubt, but. I try to put myself in, in their skates, if you will, and think, gosh, it's got to be so frustrating to be sitting on that bench and not get in and not get a shift. Great experience to hang out with the guys and get the practice time with them. But, you know, gosh, that's got to make you all the hungrier to get that next chance. Absolutely. Uh, last thoughts yours, Corey. We're up against our final break of Utica Comets Insider. Uh, what do you want to leave the Comets fans with? Well, I, I think I'd say to, to what you were just saying there, uh, you know, the guys like uh, Gajevich and Palmu are, are facing that same sort of scenario down in Utica where they're scratching at the door and, and they're wanting to get their ice time in too and they, they have to wait their turn and, and when they get their, their chance, they need to, to, you know, grab the ring and, and take advantage of it. And, and it'll be the same sort of scenario when these guys get called up, they get their practice reps in, the next time they're up, they're going to want to play, and they're going to be uh, that much hungrier to get that job done. That's Corey Hergott with Canucks Army. He's a Comets contributor. At Corey Hergott is his Twitter with two Ts. And we did this before when he, when he he's joined us on the air in the past. I'm going to give him a homework assignment. I'm going to see if Corey has any thoughts or if he's seen anything as to why the team struggles at home and is successful on the road. You get on his Twitter feed, and I guarantee you within a few minutes you'll probably see some great insight. Corey, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. We'll reach out again soon. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Utica Comets Insider. You gave him homework to do. Why did you have to? He's a guest. He's a guest. You gave him an assignment. But I gave him an assignment Pro- that's that's fun for him. He loves Professor this stuff. Professor Rain? He, he loves this stuff. And he's he's going to... Listen, I don't think that okay. he has to look anything up. I think it's all top of mind for him. I'm sure he's already formulated I'm, I'm opinions. I'm telling you, they focus better when they're on the road because there's not all those distractions at home. Like people asking for tickets. The girlfriend wants to go somewhere to shop or whatever. There's, there's none of that that stuff you got to feed the dog you got to walk the dog there's none of that stuff when you're on the road i had to further the debate a little bit i just just stirred the pot a little bit and then get the hell out of there we're at the 72 tavern every monday from seven to eight courtesy of labat blue slocum dixon and pathfinder bank utica comets insider with scoop and rain this is 94.9 k rock